2016. Uh, who did this? Year in review. As customary in contemporary America, 2016 was accompanied by your run of the mill. Mass shootings, terrorist attacks, disturbing treatment of minorities, and lots of tornadoes, floods, and forest fires. Straight people continued to use Tinder for quote-unquote dating, something they adopted from the gays, and straight men finally got outed for the bro jobs they don't admit are actually gay. While it was Ebola in 2015, Zika got all the infectious disease attention this year. Something to do with tiny heads. Live with Kelly and Michael is now just live with Kelly. And Andy Cohen went public about his very hot threesome. The Russians hacked our presidential election. And Megyn Kelly's menstruation was discussed by the now president-elect and subsequently everyone else. So thanks for sticking with us through our holiday hiatus, and welcome to our 2016 year in review! Woo! Uh, 2K16! Woo! Whoa! Ow! <laughs> it would have been sooner, but Sarah and I have been busy with the Kanmari Japanese art of tidying, and Leslie, well, Leslie quit the podcast briefly, but no worries. The three of us are here, and we're ready to take you down that 2016 rabbit hole one more time. One more time. Thanks for coming one back, One more guys. time. Hello, hello. Hi. Hello, hello. Welcome to Who Did This? Who did this? With Tom, Sarah, and Leslie. Leslie and Sarah and Tom. Hey now. We're here this week. We're here this week for our 2016 year in review. We're doing it a little differently than, than many people choose to do their year in review. I noticed that a lot of people do year in reviews before the year ends. Did you guys notice that? I think like everyone does. Why? Why? The year's not done. We haven't completed. Someone died after Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. Who? I don't know. We didn't put them in the in memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, Sarah told me to can them. All right, all right, it's fine. <laughs> I cut a lot of people from In Memoriam. Good, I liked it. it was Sarah was nice. Sarah was harsh. Sarah was harsh on the In Memoriam. I made a lot of cuts. Good. So um, we're doing things a little differently, but we're going to go through 2016, some of the current events we noticed and what we thought of them. We hope you'll join us for the ride. So the first thing that happened last year was that Howard Stern who we're kind of obsessed with. Hey now! <laughs> hey now! Good morning, everybody! Hit him with the hi! <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 stop the clock. Fa-fa-foo-fee. Fa-fa-foo-wee! Fa-fa-foo-wee. That's true. Or fa-fa-foo-hi. Fa-fa-flo-hi. So Howard um, signed on for five more years! Five more years! Five, five more years! years. Unfortunately, Woo! that means that at this point, it's four more years but we still got them is that like is it set in stone that this is it he says that every time and every time he's resigned i do think he's getting close though to the end but 
you know, you never know. He so. was talking with Robin the other day and Fred about his car when he was complaining about the gold limousine. Oh, my it's God. Talking Ronnie, about, right? I know. I know. He was talking about his old car and how it had With heat. the pet cock? Yeah. No, his, no, his, like, back in the day, like, in Hartford, Connecticut. And I was doing the math, and I was like, they've been on the air together for, like, coming up on 50 years or something? They've been together for, I think, a little over 30, Robin and Howard. Okay. But Fred and Howard, significantly more? A little bit longer, but not terribly so. And then there was a few times where they got split up. You saw that in the movie, and I'm assuming book, which I should probably read at private parts. King of all media! We love you, Howard, and Robin, and Fred. Don't mock our podcast. Anyway, thanks, Howard, for the love, and we'll take five more years. Four more years at this point, but thanks. We'll take them while we we'll get take, them. We'll take whatever we can get. For sure. Yeah, I, I'd like another ten. And in Flint, Michigan. Wow, Michigan, my state. Sarah's really? state. Federal state of emergency. A little bit of an upheaval. <laughs> Turns out they invited lead into the water. Recently, people have been charged with crimes on this, but none of them were the governor, and really, he he knew about it. So it's a little disappointing, in my opinion. That's fucked. And what is the status right now? Oh, it's shit. Yeah, it's real shit. Still shit, Because the water that they switched to, like, tore the infrastructure apart. So now that it's, the steel is, like, the lead is coming out, it's coming out all the time now, right? Right. So they switched it without getting a certain filter that got rid of certain chemicals that were in the river water. They switched it. The raw river water went through all of the existing infrastructure and destroyed and ate away those pipes. And now, even though they've fixed it and they switched back, they the pipes are destroyed and it's still leaching lead and it will continue until those pipes are replaced. Oh my god. Which won't happen. No. Oh my god. Yeah. So, they're um definitely screwed. <laughs> and it's an extremely impoverished mm-hmm area these are just people who are really don't have the means to just get out of there yeah. oh how how sad so it's pretty sad yeah and it's yeah. water it's right. water mm-hmm. right thankfully we've had some regulations in place i mean they clearly didn't create a stopgap measure to begin with but at least they have i mean at least this hasn't spread to like the entire state of michigan i mean i don't yeah. even know if that's possible but I guess that's the silver lining. Actually, I think that this is happening in many parts of the country. Um, I think I read about a place in Vermont that this is happening as well. And New Jersey. Yeah, I've read a bunch of that now. So, I mean, at least it's kind of opening people's eyes and maybe making more testing occur. So, Uh hey. All right. Hopefully. All right. Also (laughs) in 2016, the Oscar boycott. The Oscars for the second year in a row didn't have any actors or actresses nominated in major categories of of diverse backgrounds. Is that how we're going to say it, girls? No, we're going to say african American. Of color. Yeah. Is it only African-Americans? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think there's Indians that are not represented. There's Asians that are not represented a lot of times. But that is not the question. That's... Oh, that wasn't the boycott. Well, the the issue is not that people are being misrepresented in film. It's that people are not being nominated for these awards. And that's probably true, Sarah. But the Academy did not nominate any African-Americans for Best Actor or Best Actress. And as an Oscar lover and lover of film, I 
found this annoying, but I feel like I can't really take much of a stance as a white person. But I just, I really didn't think it was a color issue. And I don't know. It's, a, it's hard to, if they say that the best were uh, nominated, that's their opinion. Every year, that's their opinion. So who is it to say that, I don't know. I understand the uproar, but eh, it's just... It's so hard as a white person, in my opinion, to come down on this in any way because I don't know. And we well, can't. it feels shitty. We're white, but we're still allowed to have an opinion. I mean, as we should try to make it a sensitive opinion. And I don't know. I, I guess I wonder if instead of boycotting the Oscars, you boycott certain studios that aren't putting actors or actresses in roles that are like it's not the award show necessarily. It's more of been epidemic in the film industry I think they're still a minority and yeah they're not as represented even remotely as as white people are yeah I mean in in Hollywood they're not represented like they are even proportionately in the population yeah probably not so that was the Oscars but Chris so, Rock did Chris Rock did host them <laughs> so we could just throw he that did out. and he went right for the jugular with his jokes and yeah it was, it was good a little bit more political of a spin on things uh, with the death of Justice Scalia we had President Obama nominating a Supreme Court Justice with just a little under a year I think left of his presidency and the uh, Senate leaders declared that they were going to block his nomination they wouldn't even um, wouldn't even have a hearing to um, to consider the nominee and turned out that um, the president nominated Merrick Garland who's a, a moderate and someone who under normal circumstances many Republicans would have been agreeable to and happy with from a, a Democratic president so I, I thought it was interesting and, and worth noting any opinions? <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a big one, especially considering our new government and uh, what is probably going to happen mm -hmm. in the future of the Supreme Court justices. So, yeah. And just so many of them are, are like basically on the edge of death because they're uh -huh. all so old. Isn't, isn't he likely and to elect three? Isn't yes. He could. To, yeah. And that's not even the ones he's going to probably kill secretly. Right. <laughs> well, he doesn't need to kill all of them because he does. He just needs a majority. He just right. needs a majority. I just thought it was weird that they could even block that. I mean, he was still the president. It seemed a little strange, but I really it's, didn't spend a lot of time digging into the details. Yeah, it. it well, the, there aren't any details other than they control the Congress right now to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. I think it's a Senate. I don't know if it's just a Senate confirmation. Either way, they were able to. It's weird. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked. Well, on to one, the next happy thing, which is the United Nations imposes sanctions on North Korea. Um, I found this story to be particularly, <laughs> particularly interesting for a part which men mentions that <laughs> there was a ban on, on the imports the import of luxury watches, snowmobiles, and jet skis, which are favored by Kim Jong-un and his cronies. His cronies. And <laughs> his cronies. Mm -hmm. and, and what I thought was funniest was not that those are favored by them, necessarily, which I do think are funny, 
especially a snowmobile and a jet ski, actually. But that they actually got put on a sanctions list because they like them. Like, how many of them are they requiring? Right. (laughs) So many. And it's the UN. I mean... Like, like, you they need fleets of these things? It's hilarious. (laughs) Especially considering that the rest of North Korea is basically starving to death, and he's out there buying so many jet skis that they actually have to put... (laughs) Co- I, I will send my Coast Guard of jet skis. <laughs> oh, I just picture him with that stupid fucking haircut on a jet ski. <laughs> it kills me. I'm so fascinated with Kim Jong-un and with North Korea in general that I actually get Google alerts anytime there's a new story about North Korea. It's like, you are probably interested in this story. And I am just so fascinated with the fucked up shit there. And recently his wife was missing for seven months. And, like, does everyone just walk what? around like, like, oh, no one pretend. Everyone pretend, no. Yeah, Mi- yes, they do. President's wife, not me seeing. <laughs> right. Oh. No. Like, <laughs> so since he married her, he every two months, like, on the dot, she would show up at some visible event with him. So everyone knew she was there. And then she was gone for seven months. So everyone thought she was dead. But then she reappeared and she was wearing like a baggy dress or something so they think she gave birth to an heir oh in like secret. they're trying to protect oh my what do they think's gonna happen they're gonna happen murder to the heir yeah do they think well yeah because yes I do believe that yeah who who why, I mean why don't they just murder believe, him then <laughs> I believe well South Korea is already plotting to do that but he is going to become the next Kim Jong-un, and they're going to send him away to Switzerland, just like little Kim Jong-un. That's where he was raised. What do you mean, send him off to Switzerland? <laughs> That's where... <laughs> that is where Kim Jong-un went to school, was in Switzerland. Is That's that where, where he, he learned to snowmobile? Yes. Oh, that's why he loves that's the where snow. He, got... <laughs> yes. he honestly did. I watched this documentary and he was raised in Switzerland. That's why he's obsessed with Western culture and basketball. And riding through the Alps. Dennis Rodman. Dennis oh, that's Rodman he... was his ambassador. That's right. Was that this year? And no, that was. He's also obsessed. Still... He's also he's obsessed with their political neutrality. <laughs> That's insane. He's insane. Riding around on his jet ski. <laughs> yeah, and launching satellites <laughs> and <laughs> testing nukes. Oh, God. I love North Korea. It's brought it's brought her hours of entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. She laughs to this day when she hears about it. It's Bertie McBoatface. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface was one of my favorite things that happened this year. It was hilarious. But I also got very frustrated that they didn't choose Bodie McBoatface as the name. <laughs> Even though it was the clear winner. Of the boat. It was the clear... By over 100,000 votes. Oh, no. 26. <laughs> over 26,000 votes. And then my next best part about it was they didn't even choose the second place winner, which was Henry Worsley. And he was an explorer. Whatever his name is. Right. Other unorthodox suggestions include R.R.S. Usain Boat. 
I don't I don't actually I don't actually know why that's funny, but it's like really Usain Bolt. Is. Usain Bolt. The yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. It's hilarious. <laughs> and then the RRS Ice Ice Baby, which I thought was funny as well. Not as witty as Usain Boat. No. <laughs> no. Usain Boat is great. It is great. Oh, God. It's so good. Oh. <laughs> but then they ended up... Who did they end up naming it after, anyway? Um, That guy, David Attenborough. Oh, I don't even oh, know that. I don't know who that is. So they I didn't they even name it, it to Boaty any McBoatface. of the winners. No, they named one of the lifeboats Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> that is... That's that all? ridiculous. Oh. That's all after winning by over 26,000 votes. So I love everybody who voted for Bodie McBoatface and let it live on. Cheers to Bodie. Thanks for a laugh, Bodie McBoatface. On to April. On to April. The first woman to be on paper currency in the United States in 100 years was announced. Harriet Tubman is going to be on the $20 bill. Whenever they print those. Yeah, I'll get around to it. We'll see when Donald Donald gets to that, right? Yeah, I'm sure he's right. all over that one. I just can't believe that we used to be progressive enough to have women on the money. I didn't know that it was... But a hundred years ago, we used to acknowledge women. I mean, I know that I know that there are other things that we didn't, but, like, I just thought it was weird. Yeah. That in, on currency, we did... Well, maybe that is that fucked so up. Is that why the, we were doing it? Who's the other one then? Well, Martha Washington and Pocahontas. Those are the two I found just looking quickly. On paper, okay. Why was Pocahontas I the on it? They were, well, maybe because she represented currency in their minds or something. Oh. Because they would sell her. I don't. I don't know. But I, she was a woman in good standing, married to John Smith. I know, but I mean, why, I don't understand why we stopped putting women on money then. Because they hate women. Yeah, then they then they started hating women. But didn't they always hate women then? Well, yeah. Yeah. Women were just objects. They could fuck them whenever they wanted. Make them do Have whatever babies. they wanted. Have babies. Yeah. That's it. They're baby machines and then fucking machines. Yeah. Sucking dick. You think they were sucking <laughs> dick back then? Of course. Wait, what do you mean coarse? Because I don't know that... Did they, have people always been sucking dick? Yeah, I Everyone's think, been sucking dick. I think it's a weird myth that we all believe, or like a lot of our culture believes that like our grandparents didn't you know, know what oral was. Everyone knows what it is. It's natural. My grandparents definitely knew about sucking dick. On my grandfather's 66th birthday, my grandmother flipped over the second six and made it a 69 on his cake. And was like, that's what you're getting tonight. <gasps> Dick wow. second day. It's hard for her to get in that wow. position. All right, let's not let's not talk about. I like not thinking about <laughs> Meme and Pepe sixty nining. So let's back to the back to Harriet Tubman on the twenty dollar <laughs> bill. Queen of second day. What? <laughs> Harriet Tubman. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I'm just picturing Harriet Tubman's face. Oh, she's deep throating someone. Covered, covered in th- in throat slop. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, okay. <laughs> all right. We're going to move on. Uh, Next up. Uh, all right. Well, now we're on to the trans toilet wars. Hopefully we aren't as inappropriate for that. <laughs> Les, you want to take on the trans toilet wars? Because um, so that's your wheelhouse. I, this is my wheelhouse. Um, this was, um, you know, this was that there's gender neutral bathrooms in our country. And last March, North Carolina passed a law that um, transgendered have to use the, the bathroom that they were originally born into, whatever gender they were born as. Um, so this like sparked a huge uproar for obvious reasons. Um, the the people who were defending this were saying, you know, would you want your daughter to be in a bathroom with this man? You know, who, you know they're like putting a picture of this, you know, innocent seven-year-old daughter next to this like rapist-looking adult. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was like, oh my God, no, I don't want my little girl in a bathroom with that man, you know, on the other who side. Who isn't even really a man. <laughs> right, right. And then, you know, opposition is that, well, I know I don't identify with that gender. That is not who I am. That's not, that's not my gender. And I should be using the bathroom I feel comfortable using. Um, I mean, on both sides, it's discomfort. I, I can see both sides. I have a bias, but we all probably do. So this was like a huge thing, though. And it was all everyone was talking about, including our friend Howard, for a long time. He passed, like, an executive order which forced schools to to let trans people use the bathroom they identify with. Right. But I think the schools actually might have won a court battle that said they actually don't have to do that. Well, it's I, I don't know what the, the, the ultimate outcome was, but 11 states decided to sue the Obama administration after that. So yeah. they did they win then? I don't know. I think I read something in doing this research that said that court ruled that the schools didn't have to... If they did, if they provided, I think if they provided like separate but equal bathroom facilities, because that always works, separate e but equal. Exactly, <laughs> it's so fucking right. weird. Well, this is the thing: our whole society kind of just right. needs to reorient towards privacy, as like everyone deserves privacy, not necessarily just based on your gender. So, like, everyone should have a little changing area, and there should be an expectation that we're not. I don't know. I mean, am I wrong about that? What do you mean a changing area? I don't know why I went to changing area, actually. That makes no sense. That's weird. But, like, <gasps> bathrooms. Like, in Europe, in many, many, many places in Europe, you walk in and it's just, like, sinks. And then, like, a row of... Which really aren't stalls, because they're actually, like, almost rooms. Like, they're, like, yeah, okay. ceiling dividers. And you have a toilet. And then you go to the bathroom and you leave it. And then there's a woman washing her hands next to you or a man next to you, Leslie, or you, Sarah. And One bathroom. That, one bathroom. Right. I also just think the point is ultimately moved in, in my perspective because there are gay people who are going to be attracted to people of the same sex, whether they're in the same bathroom or not. There are going to be pedophiles who are attracted to little children who are going in there, whether or not they're the same gender or not. And so what does it matter if we're all, you can't control, there is a pedophile in a bathroom, there is a pedophile in a bathroom. It doesn't mean that that is associated with the fact that they might've chosen a different gender. I'm sorry, as long as our society accepts 
a bathroom situation where there are open urinals next to each other with no divider right? required. I don't think that it's right. actually breaking someone's privacy to see their penis in that situation because you are pulling it out in the open next to that person. All right. So, yeah. I, I know some people that have weird feelings about this and they feel like it puts people at risk. I have a really hard time thinking that when we're talking about a population of people with the highest um, hate crime rates against them, being the trans community. So, mm. Anyway, on to a different and unfortunately um, placed topic, now that I'm realizing <laughs> how these were done, <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, that's not first, that's okay. first U.S. penis transplant happened in 2016. I did not know this, and Leslie and Sarah both knew this. Yes, I'm shocked again that you didn't know this. You're now. What really? kind of cancer patient loses his penis? Penis cancer. That happens. Yeah, it's penile cancer. Was he a cancer patient? Oh, he was. Because I, um, yes. I didn't know what he had suffered from. So it's very interesting. I, when I read an article about it, um, it was because uh, my biggest thing was ask like, is it going to function as a penis? Can he, you know, achieve an erection feeling. And, or sensation? Yeah. yeah. Um, and they said that like after about a year, he might be able to like that he would be able to achieve erection. Can and he can definitely pee out of it. Is he that can true? Pee out of it. Yep. Yeah. But I, I wonder, does he come? Will he be able to come? Is it hooked well, up? Is the vas deferens connected? Right. Yeah, I mean, like, he seemed, it seemed like, does it say his age? I feel I like saw they probably would do was, that. He was, an, he was an older guy. So they probably skipped that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you happen to know if men with vasectomies, does anything come out? Yes. Because I have ejaculate. I've heard mixed reviews about this by the men. They they definitely have ejaculate. Oh, well, at, at least it some might do. Just be a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Okay. It's just not filled filled with sperms. How unfortunate. Um, the Egypt airplane disappeared last year. Yeah, this was that was crazy. It's a just fucking airplane creepy. disappeared. Yeah, it's just creepy. Um, just w real quick. Yes, semen is made in the seminal vesicles and the prostate gland. These are not affected by a vasectomy. Sperm make up only 2 to 5% of the ejaculate, so you will not be able to notice any difference in the volume of your ejaculate. Oh. Yeah. I, li I like how you s I like how you swallowed at the end of that sentence. <laughs> okay, anyway, back on to Egypt Air. Back on Egypt. So Restart the Egypt disappeared Air, during its journey from France to Egypt. 60, 66 people dead in the Mediterranean Sea. I don't think they found anything. Um, Never found the black I, I box. It is uh -huh. weird. What happened? Russians. Ali probably. Aliens? Aliens? Russians? Anyway, let's move on to the next thing because it's we have much more to talk about with it. Yeah, th and this gorilla, one is the biggest news the of gorilla, 2016. It might be the biggest story we have. <laughs> Sarah is Hashtag Harambe. The gorilla who was tragically shot at the Cincinnati Zoo 
because they potentially they said they had to protect this boy. The little boy was an asshole, and his parents were bigger assholes. Agreed. This Harambe should be alive and should be the president. I feel like Harambe should have had a little more time to see what it was gonna do. I agree. He was actually protecting the child. When they talked to the behaviorists and the things I had seen on TV, they were like, the gorilla was doing everything it would be doing for a, a like a baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Baby. I imagine that adrenaline was running so fucking high and that there were mothers screaming bloody murder and that these people had to act fast and they... Oh, and there are cell phone cameras and they thought a baby oh. was going to be torn apart, limb to limb, guts flying everywhere. Well, right. maybe it would have taught that mother a lesson. Yeah, maybe it teaches people and... a lesson. Don't let your child roam free at the gorilla pit. But you know what? And I'm just playing devil's advocate because I think this is... I, I, I feel sad about this story and its outcome. But if things had ended up the opposite way and that little boy was... <laughs> torn to shreds at that zoo um that animal would have then been killed <laughs> also and people would have been people would have been outraged that that happened wait in retaliation you think it would have been they would have said that he needs to be put down because he is danger and they probably would have fired everyone. <laughs> what do you mean? Danger. Now, I have to say, this is why I don't think the fucking gorilla got deserved anything to happen to it. The gorilla is not It's a wild set, animal. Yeah, the gorilla I, is I not know. set up. Set up. Yes, danger. Of course, it's danger. You can't. I, but I, ju- I just think about that our country would not have responded to that at all. This gorilla, this gorilla's dangerous. You can't let your babies around it. Remember when that woman had her chimpanzee that she was giving alcohol? <gasps> that was awful. And, oh my God. No. and it And it ripped a woman's oh, it ripped face, face off. off. It ripped her face off. And it was yeah. all on 911. She narrated yeah. it on 911. It was ripped the face off. Oh. And she was in the... And oh. she was like, bring a gun! Bring a gun! Oh. It's gonna rip you apart! Oh. It's gonna rip you apart! She's, she's ripping her face off! She's ripping <laughs> And that face off woman is alive. And she I, looks yeah. fucked oh. up. Yeah, she's had multiple... Like Gollum. She look, she, now, now she talks like this. My precious... you know so so i didn't put this on the thing but it just came to me with harambe do you remember how like two days later at disney world i should not laugh hang on i need to collect myself compose yourself you asshole two days later (laughs) like two days later a an alligator came up out of the water and pulled a two-year-old it pulled him, ate him, and pulled him out of his father's arms. You know, and that, and that one, the parent wasn't an asshole. I feel for that man. Oh I feel God. a little, but also it was at like, t- it was at like after dark, and it, there are signs posted Everywhere. that said, they weren't supposed to be do where not. They, were. they weren't well, supposed to be the, where they were. The signs said no swimming, no waiting. They did not say. I, I'm from the north. I don't know that I would have thought that at the Grand Floridian that I'd get eaten. Well, I'd be like, fuck it, $500 a night, I'm walking in there. <laughs> like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> Not if there were I'm signs thinking. telling you, beware of alligators, 
Do not. No, but there back. weren't signs that said that. I thought they were. It just said don't. No. no waiting, no swimming. Oh, didn't say yeah, that no alligators no inside? No, no. Well, take heed to signs. Right, Ex- exactly. They're posted for a reason. <laughs> yeah, especially signs that say, gorilla, don't let your children go in the pit. Yeah, yeah. especially because that little fucker was telling his mom earlier in the day, I'm going to get in the gorilla cage. Wait, he kept really? Saying that. Yes. Oh, that so, little shit deserved to be torn apart. No, no. And that, that mother, mother should have had a been, fucking leash on the child. She should have been watching him like a hawk, knowing that yeah, he threatened that. That's yeah. the truth. It shouldn't have he's, been torn apart. But he's a child. Leash, leashed. These children yes. should be leashed. Leash these assholes. I, I was leashed at Disney World as a child because I was a little piece of shit who would run away all the time. So I have a fucking telephone cord going out of every picture I have with Goofy. <laughs> I, bet it, I bet it was... I bet it was... <laughs> It was seventh grade, wasn't it? It was, I was older than I should have been. So, moving on and back to politics, unfortunately. Sarah and Leslie hate it. Uh, In June, there was, (laughs) there was the Brexit results. And it's kind of dry, you're right, because it's all so fucking depressing Mm -hmm. these days. Mm -hmm. Um, And the people in the United Kingdom said, fuck you to the rest of the world. (laughs) At least the rest of the EU. I mean, the rest of the world, too. Yeah. I mean, kind of the rest of the world in the way that that was like the beginning of centralized government, sort of, probably. But I mean, don't they do have the option to opt out? Yeah, Yeah. no, they do. Totally. Yeah. The worst part for me about Brexit was that after the vote and after the result, the highest Google search the following day was, what does Brexit mean? So maybe do some research before you make a vote. Well, they said that was there like there was a lot of regret by like the older population right or is it opposite that the younger population is the one that's upset because i saw this like graph that was people who are most uh outraged with the results of brexit and like our age demographic 25 to 35 was like the most worked up and then it was followed by like 18 to 25 and then it was the oldest population didn't give a shit at all because they're gonna die but I think the younger people are like, uh, what does this mean for us? Are we fucked? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of how we are right now, in all, in all honesty? Yeah. Like, because we can't really do anything, and it's pissed, like, if either we're pissed or indifferent, really, I mean, or pro-Trump, I guess, but what the fuck does this mean for us? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. we got our own shit to worry about over here. I Populism. know. I- but, but similar in the, in the thinking. Well, another delightful story that happened uh, last June was Brock Turner, the uh, Stanford, who... This piece of shit. ...sexually assaulted, he raped an unconscious woman while he was in college in January of 2015, and he went to jail for six months. Um, so this was a... Ugh, this really... This really bothered me. This entitled... Me too. ...upper-class white male getting no time at all for a crime that he committed and, and admitted to committing and did was did not care and wasn't it like a like aggravated like on the ground behind a dumpster like yes horrible like yes okay and, in the trash yes he raped yes. her in the trash yes. while she was unconscious yes. and yes. just for a minute think about her life now uh-huh oh, i she- think she wrote I, I read this thing by her. It was like a letter 
to him. It was like a I don't know if she read it at his sentencing or or I think she I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. Regardless, it's just absolutely insane. And didn't the didn't the judge say something at the sentencing like because he was such a good swimmer? Yeah, it would ruin his his um, athletic career. So we can get away with crime now if we're if we're good at stuff. If we if we're promising, like the worst crimes. You know, you can get away with it if you're white and a male and you're great at swimming and you go to Stanford and you have a lot of money and you're connected and your parents know people. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, and people are going to jail for marijuana charges for years, years. Or there was a case, like, right after this, there was a, a rape that was a much less, um, I can't remember, I can't remember the details of it. It was not, like, this level of assault, though, and it was a black guy and also a college student, upstanding member of his college community, and he got, like, five years or something, you know. How, how was that? How? Well, I mean, until I guess until we start punishing these crimes appropriately, how do we expect there to be a change? Mm. Just I when mean, is rape going to be treated for what it is, which is almost murder? Because you're killing the person who they are now, and they will never be the same. Mm. Well, that was a fucking downer. Well, let's go to another. Yeah, another <laughs> another big downer. Unfortunately, um, June was the tough. Pulse Orlando. The Pulse Orlando nightclub shooting. And on June 12th, 29-year-old security guard Omar Mateen, he killed 49 people and wounded 53 oh. others. It was the largest mass shooting in terms of casualties in the United States in U.S. history. It was the largest LGBT hate crime. And I believe it was the largest Latino hate crime as well, correct? I think those stats And the deadliest... Be- Terrorist yeah. attack since September 11th. That's the that's the okay. staggering to me. What was he? Sorry, Les? What? what was um, Omar Mateen's nationality? So he was an American, um, but he was an Islamic fundamentalist. Okay, yeah. so he was a domestic terrorist. Yes. Yes. He's actually. Which actually just makes it sadder. It's, it was awful. I it just, and you know what? I don't know about. There's a lot going on with gun control and things, but at least there was somebody there who was actually armed and did help save a lot of lives. Yeah. What do you and mean I don't, by that, did help save a lot of lives? There was a, a person there who had a license to carry concealed, and he was packing heat legally, <laughs> and he... <laughs> at, he was... He was packing multiple forms of heat at Paul's <laughs> nightclub. He actually... he pulled out his gun and he isolated that shooter to a separate area and was and allowed hundreds of other people to escape. So he saved hundreds of lives. Did he die? No. He lived. Well, thank you wow. to that man. Where whoever I know. He is. Thank you. Good know. job. And a little bit further in the year, Oscar Pistorius. 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 The, the legless Olympian triathlete runner. I'm just runner. He, he runs on the bla- Blade Runner. Blade he, Runner. The Blade Runner. He was sentenced in the murder where he pretended like he didn't kill his girlfriend when he woke up and shot her in the bathroom in the middle of the night. Through the door. Because he woke up and saw that his girlfriend wasn't in bed, heard something in the bathroom and thought, maybe there's an intruder. Mm-hmm. Well, where the fuck is your girlfriend at, you asshole? We know you murdered her. And why wouldn't you call out for her? <laughs> You know? Right. 
hello, where are you, beautiful wife or girlfriend of mine? Are you in the bathroom yeah. with the light on? Well, the question does get raised, like, why didn't he, do you think he was, like, planning to murder her? Oh, yeah. Well, there are, I actually listened to, like, a three-hour podcast episode about this where there are all these, te- he had displayed extremely controlling behaviors over her. He wouldn't allow her to hang out with friends. He wouldn't allow her to hang out with other men. He was reading her text messages. He was reading her emails. Oh boy. So there was documented issues that showed he had a pattern Only of s- control and abuse. Only Holy six crap. years. Doesn't that seem like a short amount of time? Yeah. For premeditated that murder? Seem like, that doesn't seem like if I wanted to murder someone premeditated, like if I really wanted to go for it, I would do it for just six years. I know, it seems like kind of worth it. It's because I feel like I'd get put away forever that I wouldn't do that. (laughs) Right. And there was a whole thing too where something about where the bullet holes went through because he originally claimed he was Mm, on his stumps or on his blades, Mm. but then the actual bullet holes. No, he said he was on his stumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the bullets were higher, and the and the trajectory of the bullets showed that he actually probably was on his blades, which meant that he got up, put on his blades, and then went to kill her. So he had time to process, where's my girlfriend? Maybe she's in the bathroom. Maybe it's not an intruder. Maybe I should call out for her. Maybe this is a murder I'm about to commit. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. what the fuck? Maybe I'm going to hurt my girlfriend. So he's an asshole. And then... Um, half of America went crazy and started walking around with their cell phones looking for Pokemon, which we hadn't seen since 1997. This and was, this that to was, me was bigger that than was Harambe. Weird. This that was, was weird. wild. I did, I did not partake in this. I downloaded it. It told me the server was too busy. I said, this is too much for me. And then I deleted it. <gasps> bigger than Harambe. <laughs> this was... This okay. So this was this was huge. You saw adults, adults in my community were walking around many times a day at gyms at at uh-huh. what these things are called? Like what are uh-huh. meetups? They were called like hot spots, and they were meetup spots. There was one up by Railroad Square here in my local community, and people were dragging furniture across the street, across Main Street. To go sit at the hot spots on Saturday nights. I walked through like hammered one night and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to fucking be kidding me. Are you all looking for Pokemans? And they were all nonstop on their phones. It's Poke, it's Pokemon mostly. I, I really like saying Pokemans <laughs> because you wouldn't believe how many Pokemon fans got mad at me. I know Pokemans. nothing about Pokemon. Like, I don't know. either. I know there's like Jigglypuff. That was the only and one I knew the name of. only because my little brother. Then the Olympics happened, which I love me some Olympics. Oh, me too. Um, and I also simultaneously, in terms of physical appeal, love me. Ladies, look at the look at his cell phone screen at, background. I is love Ryan physically Ryan me some Ryan Lochte. He's beautiful. His face is beautiful. His body is beefy but muscular and gorgeous. He's not like super skinny like Michael Phelps, and his bulge is out of control. He is so stupid that there is not a moment that I can and find him attractive. He's, he's retarded. I he's, agree. He's real stupid. He is a dumb fuck. So he humiliated our country by getting drunk, 
going to a convenience store with two of the other swimmers, going in the bathroom, ripping three others, ripping a paper towel dispenser thing off the wall, ripping a poster off the wall, pissing somewhere, I think outside or something, but not yeah, in the, the toilet, building. apparently. Um, doing this all on camera. And then being asked to pay for it, being held up at gunpoint by the security guards, because security guards in Brazil apparently carry guns. Um, and giving them money to pay restitution for doing this vandalism. And then telling the media they were held up at gunpoint by people who pulled them over for no reason that were dressed as police and took all their money. Held them up at gunpoint. So, so this was hugely embarrassing on an international level Ugh. and because that's <laughs> not what happened and in fact they were the assholes and then there went to be a series of interviews where Ryan Lochte got caught in like a series of lies because he wasn't telling the truth like at any point really embarrassing for him and for our country oh it, such a dummy so stupid. and to listen to him speak it just oh my god it's painful it turns out that this year the U.S. decided federally they will phase out using private prisons, which as an Orange is the New Black lover and mm -hmm. somebody who tries to know a little bit about our prison system, criminal justice system, that's an amazing thing because that is just contributing to the rate of people returning to prison. The recidivism, for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, they just should not be money-making entities. Exactly. They should not be about the bottom line, about the dollar, no. about how many people we can cram in this cell. It's the legal system. It should not be, there should be no profit involved. It doesn't make sense. It's not good for our society. Yeah. No. And it's not good for the people who are there. No. And you know what? No. Some people Terrible. who are in jail are shitty, but some people who are in jail are there because they really do need to learn a lesson and pay a debt to society and yeah. come back and be rehabilitated because of shitty circumstances like most people probably are and if if they were yeah. given a shot and like taught some new ways right. they might be shocked at what the results were mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm happy about this me too so we're all catholic um, well, we, well, that's actually no. not really true. Probably edit that out. I'm not um, Catholic. I'm not. I'm not Catholic. I was raised Catholic. Um, we're all raised Catholic, and so I, I keep an eye on on Catholic things. Pope Francis canonized Mother Teresa this year. Um, Saint Teresa. Oh God. <laughs> what you know? I think Mother Teresa was a perfectly fine woman. <laughs> She did a lot of great things, but to be canonized as a saint, you have to have been proven to have performed miracles, documented. <laughs> That's actually a criteria for canonization. What miracles can we prove? She lived in this in our lifetime. No one can prove a miracle. That needs to end. Yeah, I don't... We cannot call her a saint. I am sorry. Or change your rules for canonization. Oh, she only... She did... She performed two. She performed two. Oh, well, they... <laughs> uh, maybe because given the times... And it's um, clearly just a PR stunt. 
Like it's sure. like, trying to get look over here. Sure. We can make we we don't we don't abuse children anymore. We make we make saints. Yeah. Saint Saint Mother Teresa. Yeah. I mean, it's just you know, it has to be a certain amount of time after the person has died, so that's one of the other rules of canonization. But to have performed documented Oh she made it to her disappear. That they've, oh, I'm sure she did. Oh, wow. What else did she do? So <laughs> And then the second miracle um, was in Brazil, and mm. there was a, a man with a bacterial infection in the brain, which caused a severe brain abscess and agonizing head pain. And then uh-huh. uh, Mother Teresa came, and the man slipped into a coma, and while um, he was taken in for a last-ditch <laughs> surgery, the surgeon entered the OR, and the patient was awake and was asking him what was going on. He made a full recovery. After Mother Teresa. Wow, she's in. a she's a real wow. miracle worker. I bet that was a part of Brazil that didn't have internet. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in, that was in two thousand eight. Yeah, they must not have had the internet. Uh huh. Yeah, I bet. <sighs> oh, I'd like to see those medical records. So also <laughs> moving on from from Mother Teresa. Yeah. We go straight on to ITT Tech, which also this year closed its doors. ITT Tech, um, it assured all of its students in its 130 campuses in 38 states, 130 campuses, um, it assured its students that it would be open and their degrees would be valid, they could still keep pursuing them, and in fact that was not true, and the United States government would not secure their loans, and the school shut down. Local local community <laughs> colleges were being encouraged to to be flexible with with credit transfers. Well, and also in 2016, beautiful things started happening. Like cell phones started exploding into flames <laughs> in people's pockets thanks to Samsung. Uh, hello, the iPhone did the same thing. Wait, really? Didn't we see that earlier in the year? We cut it out. <laughs> I don't no. think so. Something Only the no. Samsung Galaxy Notes were exploding. Oh, okay. I thought the iPhone oh, did Maybe te- I think a couple Teslas did too, but um, no, I don't think iPhones <laughs> did. Okay. And then didn't, didn't like some Samsung washing machine also explode? Oh, I don't know. Oh my God. That's got to be a big explosion. That would wreck a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kill your children. All I know is that if they've been banned from airplanes, if you have a Samsung Galaxy Note, you are not allowed to board an airplane with it. Oh my god. And also, if... That would piss me off so bad. I know. Yeah, but what if it explodes on the... In the... In the flight? Yes, that's true. Well, also, you wouldn't really want to have that phone if people... If people were saying it was blowing up, you would definitely be done with it. I would immediately get rid of that phone. I would never want. I would never have a, an Android phone. Well, okay, you sound I like love the Android phone. biggest princess right now. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! I would never have an Android phone. I'm sorry. Wait. It's true. I'm with you. So, um, the most outrageous claim of 2016, I think, was made by Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan who said they plan to pledge $3 billion to 
and disease, which to, to me is the, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard as disease is part of the human condition. I think it's great. Yeah, it's very vague, but $3 billion. And there, I think something he said in there was just that he believes that through science, it's attainable. And whether or not it's going to happen tomorrow or in 10 years or 500 years, he's let's work towards that. And I think that's awesome because science is pretty I don't sweet. know. I do too. I, Tom, I, I feel like you're coming at this from a, a cynical or <laughs> judgmental yeah. standpoint. And yeah. Mother Teresa is... can cure everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think that. I didn't claim that, but I guess I guess you're absolutely right. But I just think it's a very broad claim t- to be making that you're going to end all disease. Well, I think it's almost incomprehensible. Incomprehensible. There we go. Incomprehensible. Simple, yeah. Um, but it's I still I still what a generous thing, and that he's going to I don't know just. I, I love it. I hey, if you have money and you're willing to do something like that, good for you. I don't care. If it's vague. Same. So I was pretty happy that in 2016 we got permission to say pussy in public. On yeah. The news, Everyone's and saying in pussy. Social yeah. media posts. Everyone's rap, rap, saying rap, pussy rap, with your mom, with with everyone. You can yeah. say pussy now thanks to the president-elect. Yeah. It's just um, okay. He's made it okay. And, and that... Because of the whole pussy grabbing, pussy grabbing gate, if you will, <laughs> um, the video that came out in October when he was still running for the highest office in our country, um, saying that he essentially forces um, himself on women due to his celebrity status, and that it's okay, he can do it. They'll let him do anything. He can even grab them by the pussy. When you're mm-hmm. a star, they let you do it. It's so hard to believe. It's incomprehensible is what it is like incomprehensible incomprehensible it is it is (laughs) i just but really i mean this is our president this is our president and in Mm -hmm. the, the craziest part of it is that he is now our president and billy bush is without a job the person who was talking with him like the the stupid you know totally what was Billy Bush supposed to do at that point? Say, how dare you, Donald? I mean, what was he supposed to do? I don't know what, what, I don't really know what he did wrong. Not tell someone? or I do and, think it's interesting that he's Jeb Bush and George W. Bush's cousin. Didn't know that either. Well, and yeah. it's just the, well, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely in the same family. But also, but Billy Bush was like a lighthearted TV show for, uh, TV show host for, whatever station it was something access hollywood for access hollywood so it's not like he was for cnn and he's back there he is meant to be getting what he can from these people so why did he lose his job it's yeah and donald trump got to be president and donald trump got to be oh so there's that grab her by the pussy um grab Grab her by the the pussy. pussy pussy's okay Uh, now everybody you can just say it just go ahead and say pussy I'll tell you what, if you're good looking and I I give you permission, you can grab me by the pussy. Yes. I'll 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 go for it. Now that he's our president, I'll let this happen. So we had a massive cyber attack in the US this year, which 
I just find interesting because it like kind of shut the internet down like Netflix, Spotify, Tumblr, like like big things of the internet went out, like totally out. And what I read, not it's not actually in this research here, but I, I read something that said that what they think this actually was was like a test to really take the whole thing out. And mm-hmm. that that will probably last for a few days when it happens. It's, do you guys watch Mr. Robot? It's about hackers. And it's, it's you know, you're coming at it from their side of it. It's really cool. Um, and they're just so brilliant. And they're doing it, you know, what they believe to be for a positive reason. Um, it's, it's insane what they are capable of doing. I mean, they would put us, we would be, at, what would we do? Like, incapacitated, I right? I mean, what would we do? Uh, oh yeah. I don't know. Like I mean like how do you, if if the internet really goes out like I don't carry cash on me. I usually have to go to the grocery store once every 2 days. Like I don't really buy a lot of food. Like you're not going to be able to buy things or go to the ATM. What would no our lives as, as we know them would be over. We would not know what to do. We are not a culture that can, can have... live without the internet. Um, this was and this was at Dine in Manchester too. Um, this was a like a big company. It's very up and coming. It's just been growing bigger and bigger and bigger. In New Hampshire, right? I saw the picture and I was like, "That looks like the Mill Yard." Yeah. And then I read it and I was like, "That is the Mill Yard." Moving on to a much more fun and also something kind of crazy and unexpected, the Chicago Cubs winning the World Series. Won the World Series! Yay! It's yeah, just 108 man. years. That was the biggest um, the biggest World Series drought of all time. 108. That's a long fucking time. Longer than the Red Sox. Yay. Well, go Cubs. Yeah, Pretty good cool. for them and good for Michigan. Michigan needed a yep. win. Shout out, to our, shout out to our Chicago friends, Mary Strupak. I mean, Michigan. Woo-hoo. I mean, Chicago. I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say Chicago. Chicago needed, needed a nice Illinois. win. Yeah. They're struggling. Shout out to Illinois. Go Illinois. So no, really the going, city of Chicago. Though. We're going, we're going from a an upper to a little bit of a downer, but a really, really important story from last year, which is mm-hmm. the pipeline protest for the Dakota pipeline, the North Dakota Access Pipeline. And yes, the NDAP. Essentially, the Native Americans took a stand and said that they were not going to let the pipeline cross through, um, I believe, sacred burial grounds and also under their water supply, which would cause their water supply to become, obviously, con- contaminated. I just, I have a little bit of a personal connection with this because I did mm. volunteer on that reservation in South Dakota. Oh, yeah. And they, and that, where I was in South, and granted it was South Dakota, it was a different place, but... Some families didn't even have running water where I was. It's the poorest county in the nation. And it was heartbreaking. So the fact that they're saying, you know, water is life, that's their biggest quote that they've come up with for their protests in this. It's true. I saw families who actually didn't have access to running water in their, their not really even homes. I couldn't call it a real home. They, we were putting beds into pl- places where children had never slept in a bed before, and they were fitting three, four inside into a twin bed. Um, so I don't think people understand the reality that this is a third world country in 
United States, which is the quote unquote greatest country in the world. Well, didn't um, I thought that they decided they were not going to they're not going to go through with it. They're yeah. Well, they're yeah. they're not going to go through with it in that direction. Yeah, there they will go. And can we just say how all of a sudden a herd of buffalo showed up one day out of nowhere to where the protest was That's happening? So awesome. So awesome. My friend Jane went for, I think, like a month, month and a half. Shit. Yeah, I know. Wow. Crazy, right? Good for um, her. I was checking in on Facebook that they were there. They were doing that to stand in solidarity. Yeah. It was pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. well, it got big because I feel like there is an awareness that we treated this, this culture like shit. And continuing to treat them like shit is really awful. Well, Native Americans for the win here on this one. Yahoo. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad Americans stood stood together on that one. <laughs> and then at the end of 2016, the three of us were united. Yes, the best time ever. The yes. best way to end the year. We slept. We slept in a queen size bed together. We did. Sarah. Yep. Sarah slept between Leslie and I. It was, it was very wonderful. Hot. hot as in warm. I was very so. Sweaty. I so was. Sub- so surprised. I was such a soapbox. Good clarification. <gasps> I was so comfortable. Oh but so fun. It was surprisingly comfortable. Surprisingly comfortable. That was the night we were too drunk to do our live event. So sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, thanks for coming along with us. Yeah, another, we, another episode our, of Who Did This? Another episode. Who did this? Our year in review. Hopefully this becomes an annual thing since... Um, this is just our season one here in review. Yeah. And we'd love you to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Insta, at Who Did This Podcast. Our website, Who Did This Podcast.wordpress.com. And our email, Who Did This Podcast at gmail.com. We answer every email, <laughs> every message. Every email. Every email especially. We're really good at email. Personal response um, from one of us. One of us. So email us, us anything. Or all Probably. three of us. So thanks so much for coming along. And Thank we'll, you. We'll see you next time. We love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Party on 2016. All right. So I have a little surprise for you ladies. I'm excited. There, a fourth box has been added to our hangout. Yes. It is a mystery box. A mystery box. It says, who did this podcast guest? (gasps) Who is this? Who did this? I did this. (laughs) You should should start asking questions. Are you a male? Are you a male? Male. Are you um, Tom? No. Are you a homosexual? Yes. <laughs> are you Are you from Tinder? No. Are you a teacher? Yes. Mystery guest, I think you have been revealed. <laughs> ladies, ladies and gentlemen, our dance oh captain God. and Hispanic correspondent, <laughs> Joe, has joined us this How evening. How is this happening? Joe! Our, Buenas noches. Our, I am so happy to be here today. Uh, ¿Quién hizo esto? <laughs> Who did this? Who did this? So 
you just, you were like, come welcome. on board. I know, welcome. You're our first guest. <laughs> You're our first guest. I am so thrilled to be, to be here tonight to be your first guest. I am overjoyed. Oh my God, we're so happy. Hi, so, Joe. We mentioned I Joe in another Joe. episode. Love the entire episode. I am so happy you're here. I, I can't I know, believe I can't this. Believe so, I feel like it's a celebrity. Like it, we're I, I, I know. It is. It is. It's it our is. So I, I, I dance. That, the reaction was overwhelming. I, um, I know. So my heart is warmed by that So wait, that okay. How do you... Were you just like hanging on deck? Like, I mean... Oh, there's yeah. been some coordination. I had to text him and tell him we were an hour late. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I want to hear about when you listened to our first episode, how did, what was your reaction? Okay. And, and I've got, you know, um, Tom told me that, that this is a year in review. So I do have some yes. dance and Hispanic related story. So I am, I work for listeners. I work at a boarding school. Uh, I was on dorm duty and I had been on dorm duty all day. And I was like bored out of my mind and I'm like going around, you know, going on the internet, whatever. And I see this, and immediately, I mean, it's called Who Did This, and I die. I am dead. I am immediately back in that room with orange soda everywhere. Uh, so, of course, I listened to it. I mean, I got a birthday shout-out. I was, like, dying. Um, and Un- I, unfortunately, I, it was an AIDS Day birthday. So I, know, I, know. Know. I felt bad because I was insinuating that maybe I did feel like I didn't know if we should edit that out or not. But I, you don't have AIDS, and or maybe you do. It doesn't even matter. You were just talking about testing recently in an earlier episode. I have been tested. I do not have. Great, AIDS. Joe. Have you listened to our late our bonus episode we released? The the concussion episode. Did yeah. you hear? Did you hear AIDS Alley? I did hear AIDS Alley. Mm-hmm. That made me a little uncomfortable because I thought there was a little bit of like in, in like I didn't want any insinuation that like I really live on AIDS Alley because I haven't. I don't live on AIDS Alley. <laughs> I did call you the king I'm of not AIDS. the mayor of AIDS Alley. I mean, I, I, every time I listen to an episode, I get a nice little core app workout uh, because I am just laughing. I had to oh. edit out so much of your personal information, Joe. <laughs> yeah, and for some reason, for some reason, she chose to edit it out with <laughs> like the most, the most obnoxious noise she could. I think I have fixed that for the future, but um. You got the great bleep. I, I, yeah, bleep. I loved it. I loved it. It added to the whole yeah. thing. You did. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like the, the it was new. You weren't sure of the rules. <laughs> yeah, right. We didn't know right. what to do. Also, I just want to say, you know, I don't know why Leslie and I both busted out with Hispanic correspondent and dance captain. No, um, <laughs> I know why well, I, I said am, dance I captain. Am ready well, to go. I know why you said that because that is exactly the language I used when Joe was asked to come on. <laughs> he accepted as dance captain and Hispanic correspondent. And in fact, Joe now has yeah. some dance stories and Hispanic related stories. To- so, so um, when Tom asked me to, to as Hispanic correspondent, and um, for the record, we should point out that I'm not at all actually Hispanic. Right? No, but you are. Probably be fair you are a good representation. But you're basically honorary Hispanic. 
yeah. You are a teacher of the language. Uh, so, you are well versed in the language. You have yes. a degree in it. You've been to you Spain many, culture. many times. Yeah, I mean, he's. So yeah. So speaking of travel, um, it ties in nicely to our first topic. My first uh, for the year in review as a Hispanic correspondent is, of course, um, the opening of Cuban-American relations. Obviously, Cuba had a big yes. 2016. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. I'm actually really excited. I'm going to be heading to Cuba <gasps> in June. Oh, that's awesome. So wow. I can't wait. Um, so obviously, in March, we had President Obama in Cuba. In August, JetBlue flight E387 wow. was wow. the first commercial flight from the U.S. to Cuba. In November, of course, Fidel Castro died. Huge yeah. celebrations mm-hmm. in the streets right. of Miami. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is my place or not, but I do just have one comment about some of those celebrations. It is your place. Oh, it is your place. Okay. So, so you and our listeners may or may not be aware that, that Cuban Americans have a separate immigration policy from every other country in the world. Mm. The second a Cuban American puts foot on American soil, he or she cannot be sent back to Cuba. He is he oh. or she is granted protected status. Oh, okay. Wow. Is it a, is so, it asylum? It's it's I guess in a way it's not I don't think it's officially termed okay. asylum. Okay. But they they they're granted legal status. Got you. So I was a little angry with the hypocrisy of those Cuban Americans celebrating Trump's death or, I'm sorry, Castro's death, mm. while holding Trump for American mm. signs in the streets of Miami, who obviously that would be another huge story as a Hispanic correspondent is, of course, <laughs> uh, Trump's relationships with Hispanic voters, with Mexico, etc. Well, things are going well there, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Only, sure. only if you think they're all rapists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and some they're... of them, he's sure, are good people, but... Just not the ones who come here. That's unfortunate they're, for us. I know. And they're definitely going to <laughs> build the wall. Yeah, well, and obviously they're going to pay for it, or they're not. We're not really sure yet. Well, on Twitter, it seemed pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. So yeah, so Cuba was my my first big 2016 Hispanic story. Next, okay, um, another my feet stink. Uh, important story in the Hispanic community is, of course, the largest uh, single mass shooting incident in American history at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida. Over 90% of the victims that night were Hispanic. Oh, God. And there were, you know, Hispanic groups who were worried that, obviously, being in a gay nightclub, there was a lot of attention on the LGBT victims, but uh, there was some fear that, that, that those victims were being whitewashed in, in reports as well. I mean, I have to say, honestly, I didn't I didn't hear once that it was a mostly Hispanic group. So I, I do believe it was whitewashed. I mean, I didn't hear that I once. Heard, I heard gay. Yeah, there was, it was actually... Mm-hmm. Like, they really downplayed mm-hmm. so it was, the so of course, I never... I, and Joe, right, until yeah. you and I talked about this, mm-hmm. I, I never had heard that. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, I mean, of course, it's in, in Orlando, Florida, obviously. Florida has a higher than above average Hispanic population. It was also Latin night at the club. Oh. Um, so even right, yeah. that night, 
there was a, a higher uh, percentage of, of Latinx individuals. Very oh, yeah. sad. We, um, oh, we so actually sad. talked Awful. about that earlier. That was part of our year in review. <clears throat> and it was, yeah. one of the stats was that it was the biggest terrorist attack since September 11th on U.S. soil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. So sad. Hmm. Tragic. A dom- Tragic. A, dom- um, a domestic terrorist too. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, of course, that same night to sort of bridge my, my two roles. That same night, <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> ah, uh, my favorite. One of, of course, Hamilton won eleven Tonys that night. Is uh, the second and third Tonys that Lin Manuel himself has won. He of course won earlier for In the Heights, um, but yeah. of course his speech that night honoring the victims of the Falls nightclub was certainly got a lot of a lot of attention. And then he yeah. and Jennifer Lopez created a, a single from his "Love Is Love Is Love Is Love Is Love" uh, speech. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I just had one more dance story that I I thought you that you would enjoy talking about. Yeah. And that's to, to, to point out that, that in the, the 2016 election season, former Texas Governor Rick Perry has gone from presidential candidate to Dancing with the Stars contestant yes. to nominee for a cabinet position. Yes. I did not know that. Of about a year. Yes, Rick Perry was on Dancing with the Stars. He was eliminated in the third episode. I didn't after know that. A, um, <laughs> Well, I didn't a know that. Paso Doble. Oh yeah. My God. You didn't know that America has a new thing for politicians with, the, with a reality past. I... So, so this was the twenty third season of Dancing with the Stars. Is Dancing with the Stars the on the same uh, network as The Apprentice? Okay, that has their no. seasons okay. must run like twice a year or something. They can, right? yeah, they can do two or three a year. No, okay. Yeah, no problem. Uh, other celebrities included Vanilla Ice, Maureen McCormick, <laughs> played Marsha Brady on TV. Mm. The voice of Diego in Go Diego Go, or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. uh, and of course, America's favorite, least favorite, favorite, turned least favorite Olympian, Ryan Locke. Uh, also uh, on Rick Perry's. <laughs> if, you, if you need a good laugh, find a video clip of Rick Perry celebrating when he didn't get kicked off the first episode. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, so that's my year review from the Office of the Hispanic Correspondent and Dance Captain. Yay! Thank you. Joe, I have never been so happy. I don't think that this podcast has hit a high like this before. (laughs) I know it hasn't. I would agree. I can't even believe this. This is the best. It is. It's nice. It's like a nice celebrity moment. Who did Quien hizo esto? Quien hizo esto? All right, guys. Thank you so much, Joey, for joining us. Thank you. Who did this? Signing off for a very special year in review. Adios, muchachos. Um, Just wait. I just want to say that Tom fucking did this. Yeah, Tom. It was Tom. Tom did this. It was Tom. (laughs) Thank you, Tom. You're welcome, girl. 2016 has taken too many. 2016 has taken too much. It seems like 2016 has taken half of Hollymead. In honor of those who have left us. Those who have inspired us. Those who have made us laugh. And those who have made us cry. And those who have made us crave fame at any cost. We thank you for your commitment to your dreams. And we offer you this audio tribute. 
It's all we've got till we get on Netflix. Pop star David Bowie. Actor Alan Rickman. Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. Novelist Harper Lee. First Lady Nancy Reagan. Former cracked up mayor of Toronto, Rob Ford. That's a big loss. <laughs> Comedian Gary Shandling. TV host Mother Angelica. Loved her. WWE wrestler China. Pop star Prince. Ugh. Journalist Morley Safer. Actress Patty Duke. Professional boxer Muhammad Ali. Writer and political activist Eli Wiesel. Producer and actor Gary Marshall. Television host John McLaughlin. Actor Gene Wilder. Golfer Arnold Palmer. Attorney General Janet Reno. Musician Leonard Cohen. Musician Leon Russell. <laughs> Journalist Gwen Eiffel. Actress Florence Henderson. Dictator Fidel Castro. Veteran, astronaut, and senator John Glenn. Actor Alan Thicke. Dr. Henry Heimlich. Actress and socialite, Zsa Zsa Gabor. Pop star, George Michael. Actress, Carrie Fisher. And actress, Debbie Reynolds. May they rest in peace.